Welcome to Sharing the Word. I'm your host, Dr. Driver. Oh, friends, thank you for tuning in. Uh, thank you for watching us on uh, our YouTube channel. You can hit subscribe and notification. That's very important. So you can be up to date on the latest releases. Watch us on Galilee TV. That's G-A-L-A-L-E-E TV. You can watch us on sharingtheword.tv. And you can follow us on TLDM, Evangelistic Media Network, on our website there for all our information on our programs and all our podcast channels that's listed there. There's over like 25, 27 podcast channels like Pandora, iHeartRadio, uh, Google, Amazon, Spotify, all those channels. I, I don't keep up with a lot of them. I just get told by our uh, producers that, hey, we're on this channel now. <laughs> Praise the Lord. But we're asking if you are a follower, subscriber, um, please donate to our ministry. I don't ask this a lot. I don't even hardly do it at all. Uh, but we have bills to pay. We have um, uh, subscriptions to pay. We have technology we got to pay for. Uh, our ministry is busy uh, producing uh, content, and you could watch us, like I said, on all those networks that we just mentioned. Uh, we want to be on more networks than what we are on, and that does take uh, money and support. So if you're going to support, please visit our website, uh, sharingtheword.tv, and hit donate, or TLDM, Evangelistic Media Network, as well, and go to our donate page. Any amount is appreciative. You know, we're in Luke chapter uh, 21 in this episode, and I've just already finished uh, uh, several episodes on take five, and I try to stay within our time limits. Uh, you know, we have short film and long film, or short episodic to long episodic, and we finished Matthew 24, Mark 13. Uh, we got into Luke 17, and now we're in Luke 21. Now, the difference between Matthew 24 and Mark 13 to Luke 21, is Matthew and Mark mostly, they parallel, they talk about, you know, the end time events, where Luke 21 gets into the destruction of the temple. That's kind of the emphasis. But then he goes into, in later uh, verses, he talks about the same things of what's going to happen in the end times. And I'm just going to give it to you this way. I, I said this in our Take 5 episodes. I try to be careful not to repeat myself, but I am so excited about what's happening in the world. Now, people go, why are you excited about recession, inflation, whatever we want to throw that out? Why are you excited about the pestilence, the heat waves? Because these are the signs of the times. Now, you could say, well, well that happened five, ten. No, it didn't. What you see going on politically never happened before. Mm-hmm. It didn't. Go back and look at your history. I'm a history kind of guy myself. Uh, what's going on in government? weaponization and all that stuff, you, you didn't see all that back then. I mean, there's some form of it in every generation, but it's really getting bad today, partisan-wise. Uh, you know, two tiers of government people want to talk about, or evil gets away with things and the good get persecuted. This is the times that Jesus warned us about, that he says in the last days that people will rise up and hate you, persecute you, throw you in prison, and even kill you for they think they're doing it for, for me. They're not. They're going to persecute you and hate you because that's what the world is today, my friends. If you're conservative, you already hate it. Because our message is to follow the moral statutes of the word of God. Amen? Preserve life, save life. 
follow the laws of the land. I mean, you know, the Bible talks about following the laws in Romans. It goes into uh, Timothy and Titus about following the laws of the land. Jesus said, get unto Caesar, to Caesar, what to God is God. We, we have to follow the laws of the land. But if it conflicts with the word of God, we sometimes struggle with that. So we have to remember, we are living in a day when people will say, we don't like conservatives. Matter of fact, they don't even use the word like. They hate conservative views. They just do. And even your family members that are going to turn against you, just Jesus talks about that. We're going to get into that again in Luke 21. It says it in Matthew 10. My friends, if you're following Christ, the world's going to hate you. The world is going to hate you. The Bible talks about that. And people are going to throw you in prison. And you cannot worry about what you're going to say or do. Let the Holy Spirit, important, let the Holy Spirit uh, speak through you. And you'll get through some things. I got through some things, not because I rehearsed or had my uh, notepad and, and I'm reading off key notes. If you don't know the word of God because you're not reading it, that's what happens. If the word of God is in you, you live the word. Listen to me. You live by faith, not by sight. If you're living the word of God, you will get through some of the things that are going on. And you're going to be surprised. Wow. The word of God is true. Yes. I always said when Paul was standing before uh, King Agrippa and Bernice, he, he, he didn't rehearse. He stood before them. They were intrigued by what he was saying. And he said, I know you know the, the law, but let me tell you about my faith. I was on the road to Damascus. <laughs> and this is how I became a believer. So the word is saying that people will be saved. Listen to me. Oh, before we get into the word. People will be saved by the word of your testimony and by the blood of the Lamb. Your testimony will bring people to their knees in repentance. I, I, I believe that. I see that. And I'm not ashamed of the gospel of Christ, my friends. I always say, please pray for me that I may proclaim the word of God with boldness. I don't tickle your ear. I will never tickle your ear. I will, I will preach what the word is saying. And praise be the holy name of the Lord my God. I will continue. And if that throws me into whatever peril that I have to go through in life because I preach the gospel, I'll preach the gospel. Amen. So let's get into Luke chapter 21. If you're listening uh, on our radio uh, station as well, uh, good news there. You don't have to worry about <laughs> taking your hand off the wheel. So let's look at Luke 21. Now, Jesus uh, predicts the destruction of the temple, which happened in AD 70. He says, then as some spoke of the temple, how it was adorned with beauty uh, beautiful stones and donations. He said, these things which you see, the days will come in which not one stone shall be left upon another that shall not be thrown down. Now, remember, I said all this in Matthew 24 and Mark 13. So I'm kind of going through things without repeating myself. So I'm going to kind of move a little bit ahead in this episode. And just so we can get through some of the things that are a little bit not repetitive, but saying the same thing. Now, Jesus even said to them, looking at verse 8, okay, he says, take heed that you not be deceived, okay? Now, he said that in Matthew 24, he says it in Mark 13, he's telling you, he says, I'm giving you a big warning. It's like, red alert, red alert, take heed, that means pay attention to this one, this is the most important thing he says, that no one deceives you, for many will come in my name saying, I am he, meaning he, what? Pronoun, he? Pronoun is Jesus, okay? And 
The time has drawn near. Therefore, do not go after them. But when you hear of wars, rumors of wars, and commotions, do not be terrified, for these things must come to pass first, but the end will not come immediately. So this is important. I love our time. I, this is what I said in my take five episode. I have more time in sharing the word. Listen to what Jesus said or hear what Jesus said. He said, take heed. He, that's very important. Many people, he says, many people will come in my name. Now, people follow magicians or people who do all those sorcery things, whatever they're doing, that, oh, look, he made somebody disappear. He made this disappear. My friends, there are people who can impress you with their little magic tricks. And when they're doing these impressive things with magic, listen to me, sorcery, divination, don't go after them. The Bible says don't go after them. Jesus will appear in the clouds of glory. Jesus ascended into heaven. Two men appeared according to uh, the, God, uh, the book of Acts chapter 1. And, they, and the two angels said, hey, men of Galilee, why are you staring as Jesus just went up to heaven? He's coming back in like manner. Now get to work. <laughs> uh, paraphrase. Get to work. <laughs> go do what he told you to do. Go spread the gospel. And Jesus is telling you to do the same thing. Stop looking around for where Jesus is coming. Oh, he must be coming out of Saudi Arabia or, you know, Bahrain. Or he must be coming out of Jersey. He ain't coming out of any location here on the planet. He's coming out of the clouds of glory. Amen. That's the word. So, my friends, he says, do not be deceived because this stuff will happen. And don't go after them. Don't follow an idol, man-made or created. Do not follow an idol. Many people will follow man. And that will lead to your destruction. I don't care if it's a politician. I don't care if it's your superintendent or somebody in your church. Do not follow man. God is a consuming fire. He's a jealous God. He wants your attention. He doesn't want you to share. He doesn't want to share his, his glory with anything else. So my friends, when you, when you read the word, it says, but the end will not come immediately. He goes on in verse 10. He said, nation will rise against nation and kingdom against kingdom. And there will be great earthquakes in various places and famines and pestilence. And these uh, signs, there will be fearful uh, sights. Watch this. There will be fearful sights and great signs from the heavens. So when he's telling us in the, in the Bible here that there's going to be pestilence, earthquakes, famines, we're seeing it. Look, the Euphrates River is drying up. I said this before, okay? The heat wave that went across, there's drought going on. There's pestilence going on. We just went through a COVID. And there's other things that are coming. And so when he says, when you see all these things, do not be afraid. Please, my friends. You know, what overcomes fear is our faith in, in God, okay? What overcomes these things of the world is our faith in God. You know, perfect love does cast out fear. God did not give us a spirit of fear, but a spirit of love and a sound mind. My friends, do not be afraid, listen to me, on the things that are happening in the world. If you are fearful of these things, my friends, examine yourself. Are you filled with the Holy Ghost? Because he said these, he said, watch this, these things will happen, must happen, but the end is not yet. You know, I, I'm here to tell you, I, I'm not afraid. I look at what's going on and I go, wow, this is heavy. 
Now, I get it. We got the government now finally having special, uh, you know, panels and councils coming together and say there are UFOs. Okay. Where's the aliens? Okay. Where's the technology? Okay. Now, let's watch where I'm going with this. They said that years ago we had UFOs. 40 years ago. 50 years ago. Okay. Where are they? So some people are believe. Listen to me. <laughs> some people are believing there are UFOs and aliens. But they won't believe in Jesus Christ as the Son of God. And he's coming in the clouds of glory. There will be scoffers in the last days. Many people are going to say, well, where is this coming? I said, he's coming. Read Matthew 24, Mark 13, Luke 17, and Luke 21. Here's what Jesus said is going to happen. Peter, Paul, James, and Jude just talk about what Jesus said and pen their, you know, their epistle that talks about the same thing. Look at the revelator John. He talks about the same thing, but look what Jesus is saying. Amen. Look at Daniel said in chapter 7 and 9. Look at Joel, what he said. <laughs> Look at what Isaiah said. Look at Ezekiel, what it said. Oh, my friends, all these things are happening. Psalms even said, judgment of God is coming upon the world. But they're going to scoff at you and make fun of you. But they believe in a UFO. <laughs> oh, look at that image we just saw. How do you know it wasn't a chariot of fire from heaven? Remember, signs from the heaven above and the earth below. Don't be afraid, my friends. Do not be afraid. For, for those who are looking for his return, they will hear the trumpet call of God and the voice of the archangel. And the dead in Christ will rise first. And we who are left will be changed in a twinkling of an eye. Oh, my friends, we're going to continue on this. We're going to take a quick break. I'll be right back. At TLDM Evangelistic Media Network, we are dedicated to spreading the gospel of love, hope, and salvation. Through our live Christian TV messages, uplifting and encouraging podcasts, powerful revivals, and inspiring preaching, we reach millions of souls worldwide. But we need your help to keep touching hearts and transforming lives. We are a 501c3 nonprofit organization, which means your generous donations are tax-deductible. By donating to TLDM Media Network, you're not just supporting a ministry, you're becoming a part of a global mission to bring God's word to every corner of the earth. Your contributions will help us expand our reach and continue broadcasting on all our platforms. Join us in this incredible journey of faith. Visit our website at https colon slash slash tldmevangelisticmedianetwork.com slash donate dash to dash tld dash ministries and make your tax deductible donation today. TLDM Evangelistic Media Network, spreading the gospel, one heart at a time. Together, let's share the love and hope of Jesus Christ with the world. Welcome back to Sharing the Word. I just want to thank you for tuning in, listening, uh, following us on our Instagram, uh, Facebook, and Twitter. Uh, it's TLD Ministries. You can follow us there. Uh, please visit our website if you want to watch us on sharingtheword.tv and TLDM, Evangelistic Media 
www.ministrymarkmartin.network.com. Uh, please uh, help support our ministry. Click donate. Any amount will be helpful to keep us on the air and expanding to other platforms. Now, I just covered in Luke 21. This is very important that, you know, there are going to be signs from heaven and the earth below. Now, is the signs from heaven? This is what I said in, before we took a break. Is the signs from heaven UFOs? I don't know. Do I believe God created the galaxy? Yes, I do. Do I believe with all the galaxies we cannot be? See, now remember, it says the heavens. Heavens, plural. Heavens. Rulers, rulers, plural. Rulers, principalities, and powers of the air. Heavens, my friend, plural. But there's God's heaven, where his throne is. So, my friends, if the signs of heaven, uh, the moon turns red, the sun is not shining, the stars are falling from the sky, signs of heaven. If it's UFOs, it's UFOs. Do, do I believe? Because the word says those things will happen. In the earth below, wow, they discovered something that's, uh, what, 100 depth below or whatever fathoms below? Uh, my friends, uh, UFOs coming out of water. Okay, earth below. What I'm getting at is if the government now is making it an emphasis is that to take our eyes on the other supernatural phenomena that's going to happen? I, I, it could be. Because I believe in God. I believe he's a miracle working God. I believe he sits be, you know, between the, the cherubims in heaven. Uh, just read Ezekiel chapter 1 and Isaiah chapter 6. Uh, look at Revelations 1 through 4. My friends, look at the signs of heaven. What's, what's there? So, my friends, there's a lot of things. I mean, <laughs> wow, wow. Elijah was caught up in the chariots of fire. See, Paul was caught up into the third heaven. Oh, my friends, I can keep going on. Oh, Psalm 91, God protects us with the angels of heaven. Hallelujah. So, maybe angels are appearing. Because in Revelations chapters 5 through 19, the angels are circling the earth, screaming out, uh, prepare for this, you know, trumpet seals and bowls. I mean, he's going to have everything going on. So, we have to understand, supernatural things are going to be happening. I'm not fearful of it. I, I, I invite it. I encourage for you to see it and believe. Jesus did miracles that no other prophet ever did. He even gave his apostles through the Holy Spirit the ability to raise people from the dead. Look at the book of Acts. Mark 16 tells us these are the signs of those who believe. In the name of Jesus, we will cast out devils, speaking tongues. Okay. Poison won't harm you. The serpent won't hurt you. And lay your hands on the sick and they be made well. These are the signs that accompany a believer. You cast out devils, my friend. You got the devil under your foot. Luke 10, 19. Hallelujah. My friends, you got to understand. I'm, I'm excited. I, I believe in God. I believe Jesus Christ is the son of God. He was born of a virgin. Came to this world to redeem man. Reconcile man to God. He was the perfect sacrifice on the cross of Calvary. He died, rose from the grave, ascended into heaven, and is coming back again. If you believe that, according to Romans 10, 9, welcome to the family of God. Confess that Jesus Christ is Lord, my friends. Don't be ashamed of the gospel of Christ. It is the power for those who believe, the Jew first and the Gentile. Let's get back to Luke 21. Get me preaching again. Here we go. 
Luke 12, uh, 21, starting in verse 12. But before all these things, they will lay their hands on you and persecute you, delivering you up to the synagogues and prisons. You will be brought before kings and rulers for my namesake, but it will turn out for you as an occasion for testimony. Oh, this is good. You Do you have a testimony? I have a testimony. I have several testimonies. I got my first testimony when I became a believer. I have my testimony of when God brings me through certain events in my life. Uh, you have a testimony. Share it. Share what God, listen to me. You don't just have to have one. Share what God did for you. Your experience with God. Amen. Okay, so he says that uh, we're going to be brought before rulers and, and so on, kings and rulers, for my namesake, but it will turn out for you as an occasion for a testimony, just like in the book of Acts. Therefore, settle in your hearts not to meditate beforehand on what you will answer, for I will give you a mouth, oh, praise the Lord, and wisdom, which all your adversaries will not be able to contradict or resist. Now, this is important. If you're a believer, if you're watching, you're listening, you're, you're a believer, listen to this, this is important. And you're reading the word, you really read the word, you meditate on the word of God. There are times people are going to confront you. Devil uses people. Remember, the, de the devil masquerades as an angel of light and his followers as agents of righteousness. So people could be in your church challenging your knowledge of the scripture. The devil knows the scripture. You need to answer back with the scripture. It is also written. Okay, this is important. So your testimony is uh, aligned with, connects to the word of God. It should. Because you don't need to worry about what you're going to say. The Holy Spirit will speak for you. He prays for us, according to Romans 8, with words too great for us to moan. So we have to understand, if your testimony is how you became a believer, he delivered you out of darkness into light. He delivered you from promiscuity of alcohol, of drugs, or a lifestyle that's against him. He delivered you from that. And he gave you something that no one else could give, get credit for. Then that's your testimony of how you became a believer. Paul was a Pharisee. Trained by Gamal. You know, the head high teacher there of the day. So Paul had his testimony on a road to Damascus. When he was really marching there to kill off more Christians. So he saw the light. Became blind by that. So you have your testimony. And Paul used that experience to tell King Agrippa and Bernice and others, even in prison, how he became a believer. Tell the world, listen to me, tell the world why you're a believer. You're going to be hated because of your testimony, but it may lead some to repentance. Hallelujah. Don't practice and rehearse your testimony. Know your conversion story. Know your transformation story and tell the world Jesus Christ is Lord. Look, I've been through some bad times in my life. I don't have time on this episode to go through my, what I call, you know, actualized, self-actualized moments in life, my transformational periods of life. But I've been through some stuff. I'm not ashamed of it. Because look what God is doing. Hallelujah. I only, oh, yes. If I have to go through that again, that's another story. I'm sure Job did not want to go through what he went through the first time. But look what the Lord did to him afterwards. Blessed him even more. So he says right here, uh, and we're going to finish this in closing. He says, you will be betrayed even by your parents and brothers, relatives, and friends. Okay, wow. Because of being a Christian? Yes. <laughs> Wait a minute. But I thought God is a God of love and the unity and he gave us family. My friends, what Jesus is telling you. 
His family didn't uh, all support him. His brothers didn't believe until after the resurrection. That's why we got the book of James and the book of Jude. Hallelujah. <laughs> Watch what he says here. And then he says, they will put some of you to death. Verse 17, and you will be hated by all, by all for my name's sake, but not a hair of your head shall be lost by your patience possesses your soul. I don't got much hair, so it's not lost anyway. But here's the point in closing. If you have a testimony and you walk in the light for he's in the light, you'll have fellowship with the Lord Jesus and the blood of Jesus will cleanse you from all sin. First John 1, 7 through 9. <laughs> Hallelujah. Walk in the light. Not everybody's going to follow what you're doing. Look, I said in my last episode, I, I, I'm, I'm making this, oh, I get so excited. I can't wait till you follow the next episode after this. You know, I'm a very disciplined person. I'm a person that's, I have a regimen. I follow a, a discipline all my life. I've worked out all my life. I still work out. I'm in my 60s. I work out three to four times a week. Do a lot of cardio, weights. I do all those things. I practice my martial arts. That's probably why you see me wearing what I wear. I'm a martial artist as well. And, and I, you know, I, I ride horses. I do activity things. I have fun in my life. But guess what? Not everybody does what I do, including my family members. They do what they do. My, my, my little brother, he's a pilot. Oh, go, you go, Fred. <laughs> my older brother, he's got his business going on. You go ahead. So there are people in my family that love the Lord. But the way we carry our life, the way we walk our life, can be different based on our discipline. My brothers could read so many you know, chapters a day. Uh, some of them, you know, whoever in the family may not read as much. Hey, God knows your heart. Listen to what I'm getting at. God knows your heart. But he says, your family will be the ones who betray you. Are those who are unsaved? Uh-oh. Are they ones that are saved? Or both? All the apostles fled, deserted him. One betrayed him with a kiss. Peter is famous for denying him three times. My point is this in closing. Your enemies are going to come from your household. If you, are, if you have an enemy in your household, that means you are different from what they are. If you're truly a Christian, they will hate you because you're a Christian. Some of them say it, but their hearts are far from God. Don't embrace it. Just believe that because that's what the word said. It could be your co-workers. Listen to me now. I'm, slip, I'm going to the next side. It could be your co-workers. It could be friends. Close friends that you call your family, okay? Family and friends will betray you and hate you because of the name of Jesus that's in your life. So if you don't believe that piece, you better believe, pay attention to it because there's going to be pestilence, famines, and earthquake in various places, but the end is not yet. And people will come after you, family members, co-workers, and so on. They will betray you because of who you are in Jesus Christ. And as Paul said, for me to live as Christ and die as gain, if I have to be betrayed, I'd get betrayed. Because they betrayed Jesus, they're going to betray you. But endure hardship. Endure the hardship. Persevere. Hang on. Trust the Lord. And you'll get through it. No better friend you can have than Jesus. Amen? So everybody can walk away from me. It don't matter who they are. I have Jesus in my life. And I don't care who walked away. Amen? Join me again. May the Lord bless you on another episode of Sharing the Word. Watch our new Sharing the Word series on End Times According to the New Testament with Dr. T.L. Driver. 
Listen as Dr. Driver pragmatically teaches through the New Testament scriptures on the end times. Walk through the scriptures with Dr. Driver as he discusses signs of the end times as described by Jesus in the Gospels. Learn more about the signs of the end times as outlined by Jesus himself in Matthew 24 and Luke 21. As we look around us today, we can see so many of the signs that Jesus warned us about. Wars and rumors of wars, famines, earthquakes, and even the rise of false prophets, all of these are happening exactly as he predicted. No one knows the hour. Mark chapter 13 verse 32 says, But about that day or hour no one knows, not even the angels in heaven, nor the Son, but only the Father. The statement is both perplexing and intriguing, as it raises numerous questions. Join Dr. Driver in learning how we can prepare for something we don't even know when it will happen. The Resurrection Body at the Trumpet Call Dive into the scriptures from Paul's letter to the Corinthians on the assurances of Jesus rising from the dead, his second return, and those in Christ will be raised with new spiritual bodies. Encouragement to hold steadfast to the day of the Lord's return. Receive encouragement to hold fast to the scriptures and know that God will always keep his promise of returning even though scoffers arise and deny God's promises. Don't miss out on this new exciting series. Subscribe today to stay up to date on all the latest messages.